Hello, welcome to Sarcasm Called Glasses, and this is your host, Critical J. Now today, I'm going to do something very unorthodox. Are you ready for unorthodox? Or as I like to say, you want to get nuts? Let's get nuts. So what am I going to do that's so unorthodox? Well, this time I'm actually going to review slash talk about something that I haven't completed. But you say, why, Jay? Why have you not completed this before you've gotten this uh, review? What What is the rush? And I have to tell you, I'm so excited watching like even just a little bit of this that I feel like there's a certain urgency to talk about this. Um, and there are actually, yes, there are actually there are people that haven't heard of this. And I was obviously one of them. And I'm getting on the bandwagon now and um, have to share with you how incredible Cobra Kai is. The uh, Netflix original series, which uh, actually he started out on YouTube. Amazing fun fact, um, which is and and it's uh, and is this my first time hearing about it? No, of course not. Um, I did hear about it in its origins or whatever, like maybe maybe back when it was a YouTube thing. But I heard you know whispers about you know a Cobra Kai show, and obviously um, if you are it, it, this comes from the Karate Kid, you know Cobra Kai was the um, the, the rival um, dojo. And so now this is a show about them, which is basically all that I knew um, as far as it was, you know, and I had no, no, and I literally no idea that this was actually the same people from the Karate Kid. And when I say people, I mean the actors from Karate Kid all grown up now and everything like that. We'll get into a little bit more of the story. Of course, we have the preface, um, you know, everything beforehand, what's coming into coming into this show and why all of a sudden this started becoming so, um, something of urgency. So, um, you know, my friend, he told me about this. Um, he's, he's like, Oh, you've watched Cobra Cry. I'm like, oh, I you know, no, it's, I, I sort of the Netflix suggestions, but you know, sounds stupid, you know, um, be kind of corny or whatever. It's like, yeah, you know, Karate Kid was years ago, um, decades ago. And so, you know, make a show about that, you know, think it's been a stupid campy comedy or whatever. Um, and you know, and so, and so this was putting me off. And then finally, um, you know, hearing enough about it, I said, okay, you know what? Let's give it a try. Um, my wife said, let's give it a try. We talked about it. So yeah, what does it matter? <laughs> anyway, so um, this this show, right? Um, so my my thoughts, and I've spoke about prequels, and well, prequels, sequels, all these things, the, the reboot culture that um, we're in now, the good and the bad, and really what, what it takes to make a good reboot sequel continuation whatever the hell you want to call these particular things and to say this one really it really hits all of them like um one thing is obviously they they do their research and their homework because it's something where it's um i mean it's the actors from well actually and just having the act, the same actors doesn't necessarily mean that it's going to be in the same line. But this one, it um, it, it not only has the same actors. It's got you know like Ralph Macchio um re returning as Daniel Larusso and um the his his rival Johnny Lawrence. Um, I don't ask me what the actor's name. I'm sure I could look it up, but it's irrelevant. Um, either way, it's the same guy. Okay, and but they also they do um. They they do these of and by the way this is going to be spoiler free um, because I want you to come watch this and I want you to be surprised and I want you to feel as excited as I am without knowing like everything about it so um, so you can continue listening if you haven't seen it which anyway <laughs> so it's it's got those same actors and it's it does this thing where um, it flashes back. 
to the movie on a couple of different occasions. And actually in the beginning of it, um, this isn't a spoiler because obviously you'll find this out in the first 30 seconds. It does a flashback to the original movie. And then you're from that moment, I was like floored. I'm like, holy crap. Um, <laughs> not only are you like uh, you're this is a whole thing that's related to it, but you're actually it, it feels like, you know, it's like a part two kind of, you know, well, in this case, part three or four, wherever they were up to. But this, I mean, this seems like a direct sequel to the first one because that's what was relevant. Um, so um, this this whole thing there, so they, they're doing the flashback to it. And so it means that they're sticking to that story. Like that is that is the canon, that is the lore, nothing's changing, which is great. And then this is the, they're grown adults and this is what's going on. You know, obviously the main character is Johnny Lawrence um, and where he's at in life, which is not a good place. And, um, and it's, you know, at, at first it starts off, it's kind of, you know, it's kind of funny um, because, you know, you're the, the top of the line, you know, you're the, the hottest guy in the, in, in the town or whatever. And then you get your ass kicked in this karate contest. And then your life just goes completely downhill um, when you're like, you know, 40 years old and shit like that. And you're still, so you're still live, living through the rivalry is still like that's the last moment that was, you know, it's kind of like, uh, you know, uh, what do they call this year? Not all of them. Um, Married with Children, where Al Bundy, he's always talking about his football days. Right. It's like he's like 40, 50 years old and still he's defined himself by his high school football things. And this is kind of like, you know, it's like. It, it was this karate thing, you know, but then as it and it and it's funny in that aspect, but it's also throws in so much drama and there's so much good story. And I have to say, I love the characters. The characters are so well developed and like um, even when they only have like huge backstories between behind them. And um, I've finished season one. There's two seasons and. The third one is coming in uh, January, which is when, whenever they're saying, oh, we're signing up for a third season, that instantly says like, oh, this is something that I should be paying attention to. Um, so I'm, I'm halfway through and it's 10 episodes, like a half hour plus for each one fly by. I could totally have eat, watched this like like right away, binge it or whatever, but I it's so good that I want to savor it. You know, it's like you have that like incredible, um, you know, flame and neon uh, steak. It's like delicious. It's juicy. Do you want to just take the thing and shove it down your throat and say like, oh my God, that's amazing. And then it's done. And that no, you want to, you chop it up into little bits of pieces and you take each piece and you bite it and get it so juicy and amazing. You're like, oh my God, I can't believe this is so amazing. I have to sit here and enjoy this for as long as possible. And that's kind of what I'm doing. It's like, you know, we're watching an episode here, episode there. Um, I see more consistently than that, but um, it's, but it's something where you could easily just go through very quickly, but it's so good. Like, and you know, like it makes me laugh, but it also gets me super excited. And I, it has, the things that you wouldn't really expect in something. And it's funny because my friend, he described it says it's, it's way better than it ever should be. And, and that's really like, you couldn't really say it any better than that because it sounds like something that should be complete crap. You know, of all these things that were rebooting, um, you know, or things that, you know, was like, oh yeah, the show that, um, this movie that was on 20 plus years ago. Um, yeah, let's make a series about it. it sounds awful. But it's something that it's it's freaking amazing. I've never seen such amazing writing and like build up of story, too, because like um, it's something where it's like it doesn't even just dump it all out and it, it's evolving. You know, you see, OK, this is how this character is here. 
this is an incident that happens and this character ends up here. And it's something that fluid and makes sense. And so, and you know, you could see yourself in there and you end up seeing yourself in all of these different characters that are posing each other because you're like, well, you know, like it's one of those things where it's like, okay, yeah, it's called Cobra Kai, right? And Cobra Kai, they were the bad guys, right? But then it has these things where you're rooting for them, you know, because they're not the same Cobra Kai that was in that movie. Um, and it's also trying to have that evolution of like, these are the teachings that led to those, you know, like um, bullies and whatever, but they're being, it's translating it into people who aren't, people that are fighting against bullies. And and it, it flips the script and pay attention to that because it's going to make a difference. Um, and so it, it takes that. And, you know, and so then then you're feeling for what you your brain is telling you should be the bad guy. And then the ones you you've historically known as the good are acting like assholes because of whatever reason here, there, whatever. And so but then at the same time, you understand those ones, you understand why they are doing the bad things. And you feel like you say, you know what, I based on the information that they have, I would feel the same way. And but you want them to feel differently because you see how the others are. And that's something that is so that that's that's beautiful writing to be able to identify with opposing sides. And, you know, and then you're you're so conflicted as a viewer. But, you know, because you're usually we're so used to. You know, you you love the hero, you hate the villain, you know, even if they have like uh, the, the tragic hero, the tragic villain. The tragic hero, the heroic villain, it's what I've talked about before, you know, these things that have been evolving more over time. And it's, and that's exactly what it is. And so you're feeling for both sides and you're driven by it and the family structure. And, and it's all, it's all actually, not only is it about, you know, I mean, karate is so like in the undercurrent. Um, if you really break down what's important, like, yeah, there's, you know, karate brings, propels a free, uh, the story along the line and everything, and it's got the basis on it. But even Karate Kid, it wasn't about a, a, a kid learning karate. It was about him evolving, him learning the things behind it, not just fighting. It's about finding yourself. And this is all about finding yourself. It's finding yourself for so many different people. And and then while well, you have these amazing anchors, like just to give you a baseline of um, what's going on, um, not so much what's going on, but some characters that I like a lot. Um, so, you know, you've got like Dana LaRusso, which I'm, I'm still freaking amazed that that's a Ralph Macchio. That is so cool. Like at first when I said, it, I'm like, holy crap. I was like, that really him? Holy crap. And he actually, he, you know, executive produced and all this stuff behind the thing, which shows, shows that you're going to put passion into this. You know, it's not just like an actor signing onto a check or somebody who hasn't been heard of in a long time, just wants to bring up their old glory days. It's like, no, it's somebody who had passion about what the message was previously and wants to see it done right. And also showing so many different perspectives about it. So there's him and his family, right? And, um, and, and I have to say, like, you know, like his son, he does, he doesn't so far, he doesn't have a whole lot of story behind him. But that kid is so funny. Like, literally, like he just drops these random one liners or just just his whole attitude and demeanor is like he's perfect comic relief without actually like, you know, being like 
slapstick you, whatever. Like he barely will say anything. And it's the funniest freaking thing in the world because it's so perfectly timed. And like literally he'll just say it and walk or say it and then just zone out. And it's like, he, he did his moment. The, da- the daughter has a great storyline behind her, too. Um, she has a lot of evolution, and it's something where you could see as a teenager, um, really, like, these are real things that you would be going through. Like, so many things of, like, social pressure and, um, you know, family ties, friends, different types of friends. And then, you know, it's like your, your friends from an earlier time to your friends in high school. And... They're not necessarily, you know, they they might be quite opposite and opposed to each other. And it also has this whole social quality because it's funny because like, you know, in the Karate Kid, you know, he's this poor kid, comes from Jersey, whatever happens being, he moves to, you know, California, his mom drags him out there, starting a new life, whatever. But he's a poor kid and Johnny's a rich kid, you know, and so it's like you've got your, you know, your rich bullies picking on the new guy or whatever and all this stuff. And it's flipped, you know, it's like now he's made all this money. He's got this great family, whatever. And Johnny's a bum, literally like basically a bum. And, but it shows like the whole, and and they go so much more into Johnny and where he came from and stuff like that. And that is like, that story is amazing. He does such evolving. Um, it like, I, I love the story and, Daniel does like, and it's funny because you never think that you would hate Daniel Russo, but he he can do some really dickhead stuff. But you're like, you understand why he does it, but then you're like, it's like, dude, come on. Um, so it's like you know, but it, it it's it, his his family, and it's funny because I love the wife too. The wife is such an anchor to him, like you know when he's acting crazy and doing all this stuff, and she literally she's like the straight no filter bullshit. Like it's like okay, well this is um, it's like are you kidding me? Is it is this what's going on? She says literally exactly what the situation is and how ridiculous it sounds, and he cut it pulls him out of his shit. And I think that that's like the greatest thing. Like she's like the perfect wife. Oh my God. She like does such a balance and there's so much balance about the show and she is his balance. Um, and, and the family center and, um, I mean, I can't say enough about this thing. And I, I really, and this, and this is without even telling you what's going on, because I don't want to tell you what's going on because the story is so worth it that you have to sit down and watch it and experience it. Like, um, I, like, I mean, I was literally hooked from the beginning and I can't wait to start watching season two because at the end of season one, there's a huge flip. Um, which is something that, you know, I kind of was like, I, I was, I can't say I was expecting it, but, um, it's one of those things where one of the possibilities of things that could have happened. Um, but, you know, it's it's something where it's, it's exciting to see where it goes through because there's so many different dynamics. And that's what we need from shows right now. It's not about what this show is about or what that show is about, who's starring in it, um, whatever, all that stuff. It's all about how do you build dynamics? How do you build storytelling that is compelling? And like I said about reboots, the story has to be compelling. You have to do your homework and you, it has to be a compelling story and you have to like the characters and characters have to fit. Obviously, in this one, the character is going to fit because they're the same characters, same actors. Um, and um, But they're still true to who they are because you can see that the way they act and that the way they are and their motivations are drawn from the same place that they were when they were younger. So you could see that it makes sense 
that this kid grew up to this person, this adult. Unlike it chapter two, where you're like, I yeah, I don't see it. And you're you have to like look at the screen thing. It's like, wait a minute, are you Bill? Or you, Bobby, I, I can't tell you look one, you look nothing like the child version that does not look at all like this person would grow up into. And two, you're acting completely different, except for a couple little lines thrown in there. Um, so and this is not that this is exactly the where you would land. And obviously would be where you grow up to because you're you're exactly the same person. Um, but it is such a compelling story. And um and it's really and it's funny because it's done so well that because, you know, one the uh, thing that I was kind of afraid about with watching is like I haven't watched Karate Kid, the original, like oh, or any of them in like forever. <laughs> so remembering the nuances and stuff like that is um, it, it, it's a little difficult. So I was afraid that going into this, I was going to remember all this. But like I said, from the bat. They did flashbacks directly to the movie and then had things come off of that. And they do they do it a couple times here and there. Um and uh and, and very in a very interesting flashback and one one time too, because you see the the same things that are happening, but Johnny's telling his recollection of what had happened, and but it's through his eyes, and you're like, huh. That, that's not how I recall the movie going. That's not what I'm watching. But at the same time, if you were that person, this is how I would see things. So those things where you're the, the bully bad guy, but you're seeing it from this perspective, you're like, yeah, that dude was moving in on my girl and, you know, and stuff like that. And, you know, it, and it makes sense. And that's what's so hard about these things now um, when they're trying to do reboots and all these things. These things just don't make sense. Um, motivation is super strong for the story. And this one, it carries through. And, you know, and it really like and it really gets you pumped and excited for everything that's going on. You're you're excited with the characters, the things that are going on. Like literally at points, um, you know, you're gonna I'm okay. No, I'm not even gonna tell you about that because you have to go through and see it. Um <laughs> no spoilers, but I really wanna spoil that. Um, but there there is a moment where literally we're like basically jumping off the couch saying, Yeah, you know, and and cheering on the characters for, you know, stuff that's going on there. Um and how often do you feel that, you know, usually we're just sitting there just watching something, you know, we're watching, we're like scrolling on our phones um, or whatever, you know, so you're just kind of like watching everything going on, but you're not so much in love with the characters and the story and stuff like that. You know, like shows like we were like that maybe in the beginning of Walking Walking Dead, we were like that for like Game of Thrones up until the end. Um, uh, and But, you know, it's things that they dry up, you know, and it, you, we don't find that too often even if you're like interested and you're like oh snapping through something it's not like you're really pulled into it and something that can be so dramatic and yet so funny um while not being a comedy there's nothing that's like like everything that's funny is like how something really a joke really would be you know and it's not something where you're like uh i don't know some dumb and dumber shit um so it fits. So I, I mean, I, 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 I can't say enough. Well, I can't say about it, but 
I'm this excited about it. And you never hear me this excited about something unless it's like freaking like Endgame or Star Wars. <laughs> so it's a, or Joker too. Joker got me super excited. Um, but uh, I like to be excited about everything. But this is really, really exciting. And, um, and it's something that's so easy to watch too. You know, it's like I said, half hour plus. 10 episodes a season, two seasons out there. Blow it out of the water if you want to. Drop it in throughout your weeks, um, you know, and enjoy it, savor it, um, however you got it. But you really should check the show out and tell me what you think about it. Um, and as I go through, like, uh, you know, and obviously don't spoil anything for me if you finished it. Um, <laughs> but I will finish it soon. I Like I said, halfway point, but I want to savor this, you know. January is going to be here soon. Not to say that I want to carry this through. It'll probably be done next week. But whatever. It's still great. And, uh, you know, tell me what you think. And, um, yeah, you know, I, I, I really like if any, like, writers are out there, you know, like, listening to this, I say keep doing, like, this is this is what you want to do. If you feel like you want to reboot a story, or even if you just want to do an original story, do something like this, you know? Um, make it this compelling. Focus this much on characters. It's super important, and it's so worth it to viewers. But um, until next time, I hope that you feel that your prescription is filled and you are seeing clearly. Hit me up on Twitter, HJism, and um, until next time.